Well, here we are. Mic check. Yep, yep. I think it's working. Looks looks good to me. You All right, let's this? do it. Let's go. Well, hey, everybody. Here we are. Extended Cut with Pastor Andrew Jackson. Hey, family. Good to see you guys. So we are, uh, Pastor Andrew, we're a couple of weeks late on this. I wanted we to do are. this last week. Yes. Uh, but sickness visited my household, and we do not yet have the technology to record this well apart. So Yeah, it would be really fuzzy if we did this a Zoom call. So. <laughs> yeah, that would I am not ready for that life. So uh so today we are doing the extended cut for the vibrant life or the vibrant Christian life part two where Pastor Andrew preached on uh the aspect of being with God's people as being an, an integral part mm-hmm. of following Jesus and living the vibrant Christian life. Yes. And so Pastor Andrew, just to jump right into it, if you're good for that, <laughs> I was hoping that <laughs> right? <laughs> no warm-ups. No, no, no warm-ups. Let's, All right. let's do it. Here this. we go. All right. So here's remind us what you preached about yes. and what is the essence or the crux of that message. Got it. So we talked about nine days ago. Oh, wow. It was nine days ago. Uh, we talked about the vibrant Christian life with God's people. Uh, and to live the vibrant Christian life with God's people means that we are to maintain this community of life uh, through unity. Uh, one of the things that we were to talk, what we talked about was I had like three points, I believe. I think it was like one was to be called together, mm-hmm. uh, be one of the maintainers and then be one of God's body, yes. which is the church. Yeah. And in those points, it really talks about us, uh, being called together, which is uh, a difficult thing for many people. Cause it's like, that means I have to deal with other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, being mm-hmm. one of the maintainers means I have a role so in being unified with other people. Uh, and then being one of the body kind of, um, elaborates on being one of the maintainers kind of like goes a little bit further in depth of how do we remain one? How do we remain unified? And I believe Paul actually does a really good job of talking about that in the book of Ephesians. Yeah. Uh, oh, I forgot. I didn't even talk about. <clears throat> that's how you guys were. I didn't even talk about the, it's the passage. Days. Yeah. It's the passage of scripture was uh, Ephesians chapter four. We're clipping the heck out of this microphone. We apologize. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We're, we're going to keep going. Uh, Ephesians chapter four, verses one through six. Yeah. Uh, that's where the passage came. That's where yeah, yeah, yeah. my focus uh, passage came out of. And as we talk through this, I think one of the main points that I really wanted to get people to understand was that as we are called together, yes. as we are unified, uh, that really shows the man. And as we love one another, well, that shows the manifold wisdom of God yeah. to the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at a time where our world is constantly tearing themselves apart, um, they need to see what it looks like to be unified, even amongst the people who don't look like each other, who don't sound like yeah. each other and don't quite frankly have a, the same agreements on a lot of points. But the one thing that we do agree on is that Jesus is our Lord and Savior. You know, I love that so much. Yeah. I love that so much. If you didn't pick up on it with his points, the title of his message, the subtitle was Be One. Yes. Right. And so. Man, you remember more than I so, do. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Pastor Andrew, I, I love that second point specifically. I mean, I enjoyed the entire message. And, yeah. Um, man, you, you swung for the fences it. on some stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, all of it, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you, swung, you swung for the fences. I mean, you said this one thing about 
um, individualism in how yes. indi- in, in, that's not lost. Like your individuality is not lost in being a part of the people of God, yes. but it's most greatly expressed, expressed when you're a part, part of, of the, the people, people of God. God. Absolutely. I mean, that was like, like dynamite in my brain. Actually, I did not elaborate. That was one of the things that I wish that I got to talk about more. Okay. Let's get to that in just one second. Yeah. Are you, are you going to talk about that? No, no, no. You, I want you to talk about that. Okay. But first I want to say that <laughs> your idea about maintainers. Yes. Uh, I think was was deeply challenging. Like mm. where where that where the other was very encouraging. Gotcha. It's like ah, I'm not going to get lost by being a part of these people. Right. The maintainer part. Yes. Was deeply challenging. Yes. Because I think we would all rather think that somebody else is going to maintain it. Absolutely. Like it's, <laughs> like you're a pastor. It's your yes, job. It's the pastor's it's job. It's your job. To do this. Or, yeah. or like it's the elders or the deacons. Like somebody else's responsibility is to maintain. Absolutely. The culture. <laughs> but I get to just do what I want. I get to come and go. And yes. Do what I think and how I want, when I want. Yeah. And, and kind of like I'm going to be independent. Yes. And everybody else can be responsible for that. Could you speak to that a little bit? Did you realize yes. that would be challenging? Actually, yes. Okay. That is one of the things that, um, you know, like <clears throat> did challenge me yeah. in this is because there is this idea that I'm okay, but everybody else is not. Okay. Like I'm good, but everybody else is the problem. Okay. When in fact, we all have a part of essentially dying to ourselves so that we could be a part of this one big body. Yeah. And uh, the challenge of of kind of like growing into this and being one of the maintainers is that we all have to make an effort. Mm. Every single last one of us has to make an effort to maintain the unity. Christ did the part. He did the greater thing by oh. being able to reconcile us to God and to each other. Yeah. He did that thing. Yeah. Now our job is to maintain the unity that he already put in place. Oh, yeah. And so one of the other things that we see in this passage of scripture, us trying to do that in and of ourselves is nearly impossible. Mm. Kind of like what you said, I'm a sinner and you're a sinner too. So it makes, <laughs> there's going to be friction there no matter what. No uh, you can't get around that. Yeah. But I think the greater thing is that God sends the Holy Spirit. And the Holy, the uh, passage of scripture says that the Holy Spirit binds this whole thing together. And so mm-hmm. through the Holy Spirit, we're able to uh, practice these attributes of yes, humbleness, yes, uh, gentleness, yeah. bearing with one another. Yeah. And that allows us to really maintain the community of God. Yeah. You know what? I just decided as you were saying that. Yeah. I actually, I mean, I hope somebody listens to the podcast, <laughs> but I don't care if anybody because <laughs> my faith is growing. Yes. Man. Come I'm on. Like, <laughs> you say, I'm like, man, this is so good just for me. Yes. Forget, forget anybody else. Yes. This podcast is going to go forever just yes. for my benefit. Hey, praise God. Yo, I'm like, so I'm, we're like three weeks in, right? It yes. Was, we got Pastor Megan, Pastor Tiffany and you. Yeah. And I'm like. Each week, I'm like so inspired. So, like, I'm, I'm actually, I'm encouraging myself as I preach really, this again. Yeah, this I, is, I feel it rising in me yeah, right I'm now. Like, like, this is fantastic. <laughs> All right. So, hey, uh, did so, I even answer the question? You I did. Like, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, so I mean, the the idea that yeah, you, that Jesus did the bigger work, but we're maintainers of what he did. Exactly. And it requires all of us to pull together. Yes. And as you were saying that, I was just thinking, like, I wonder how many of the problems in the church today are because it was, uh, it was abdicated, like our personal responsibility was abdicated mm-hmm. or delegated oh. just to the church leadership. Yeah. And instead of, instead of the entire body carrying responsibility for itself. Yeah. Yeah. And so... If I could, I would like to go back and touch on the part of you, you were talking about like individuality is not lost. That's I was just going to ask you. Yeah, that's exactly. So 
I, I think for that. So now is, encourage us. Yeah. <laughs> the encouragement there so is. <laughs> you make this so difficult, Petey. Uh, uh, the encouragement there is really that God gives us gifts individually. Yes. That is not lost. In fact, so, uh, as you preach this week, and hopefully we get to talk about your extended cut. Uh, do you want to do that? Do you want to be my interviewer? Yes, let me be That'd your be interviewer. Let's, yeah. I mean, your, your week's busy, so yeah. we're going to be a week. We'll figure it out. <laughs> anyway, the in Revelation, you see that it is highlighted that there are multiple nations. All nations are worshiping God. Yes. That that the the uniqueness of God's people together, like we each are individuals. We're yes. all created in the image mm-hmm. of God, but we all have individual talents. We're all individual uh, makeup, uh, what we do, how we do it, but it's all under God. Yes. Uh, and this idea that this is all one, we do not lose anything. Mm-hmm. Like you say, oh, well, that means I have to conform to what everybody else is doing. No, no, no. The only thing we're conformed to is God. That's, <laughs> That's it. I don't conform to you. You don't yeah, conform yeah. to me. And in fact, we don't benefit the body when we try to be somebody else That's in the so body. True. That's so true. I'll say that again. We don't benefit the Come body on. when we try to be somebody else yeah. in the body. It, and, it's <laughs> okay. and so if I'm trying to be the hand <clears throat> yeah, and you're already the hand, but I'm yeah. actually a foot, I can't. And Paul talks about this in he First does. Corinthians. But he also expresses that here in Ephesians. And so it's so important for us, I think. Uh, as uh, growing up in the church, it's real easy to say, well, that's the position I want to be. Yeah. If yeah. I'm that position, then I add more benefit to the church. Wow. Yeah. When in fact, that's not the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Each of us have different roles, responsibilities, uh, giftings yeah. that benefit the body. That's good. And when it all comes together, we all grow into maturity. I think it's yeah. even verse seven, um, or maybe it's not verse seven, uh, See, this is why we should have practiced ahead of time. But no, this is perfect. This is like, we, we need it raw. We need it raw. Yeah. Uh, but based off of by the giftings coming together, we all mature in our Christianity. We yeah. all mature in our faith. Uh, and so that's important for us to continue to walk out and exercise our gifts individually as a group collectively yeah. uh, or as a group of people collectively. Yeah, I love that so much. And I think when we can really be at rest and at peace when we discover what those gifts are in mm-hmm. ourselves. One of the things I want to do in our membership uh, class that's coming up is that when we talk about the mission of God, I want to help people try and discover some of their underlying motivational values. Mm. Right, because those motivational values will determine how we do the work mm. of God in our lives and in yeah. our, or yeah. through our lives in our city. Yeah, that's that good. Yeah. Like so, so like Megan is driven by different kind of personal yes. values than I'm driven by, and when we want each other to be each other, yes, it's it's really frustrating. Like it is. Like when I want her to be her. It's great because right. she's she's, a, she's great at being her. Absolutely. But when I want her to be like me, it makes us both angry. <laughs> yes. Because she makes a very bad me. Yes. And um, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So just hearing you say that, I think about. I, I was at an, an event recently, and I saw uh, a man. He's probably in his fifties. He's been doing facility management his whole life, and he was just serving a group of pastors. Yeah. And literally, this man was up at two o'clock in the morning. Wow. Calling an elevator for oh these my pastors. Gosh. Just as a service. Wow. He didn't need to. Yeah. He just kind of knew that 
he wanted to say, like, That's just that spirit of service was on him. Wow. He had nothing to prove. Come on. And he had lived an amazing, he's living an amazing, amazing life. life. Yeah. I mean, has lived, is living, and wow. will continue to live an amazing life. But I, I was just so struck by his humility that, that it's like, I kind of wanted to, like, wait, outweight him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to, like, call his elevator. But yes. I was like, this guy, there's no way I would have done it. I mean, it's kind of like the, uh, the Chick fil A uh, when you go to the line and you pay for the person behind you. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I'll push your elevator for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. All right, so, oh man, that's so beautiful. Um, okay, so, um, so we're already kind of talking about this, but was there anything that you that you wanted to say that you didn't because you didn't have time or maybe, like yeah. if you're like yeah. me, it's just I always forget to say things. Yeah, how long and, is this podcast going to be? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Actually, it <laughs> you answer this question however the heck you want, and that will determine. The few, how many other questions I ask you, dude? We got. We can talk about <laughs> the like. I preach the whole. I want to preach the entire Bible every time I preach. Yeah. And so, <laughs> hey, so, so to to the listener, what what he is describing is true of just about all of us who minister on a Sunday morning. Yeah, <laughs> it is like. You know, we we pray about this message and we wrestle with it. Yeah. And we search scripture and we yeah. and we we talk to people about it and we and we just wanted to finally deliver something that's helpful. Yes. And um, it, but we can never say like can never say enough. Yeah, yeah, because like not enough could ever be said. Yes. To capture the full heart of yes. what we think God wants to communicate about something. I always say this. It's kind of like we try our best to use our finite vocabulary to mm-hmm. explain an infinite God mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the infinite yeah. riches of God. Yeah. And it's impossible to do. Yeah. You can't do it. Yeah. Uh, but one of the, going back to your question yeah, about one of the things that I wish that I talked about. I did write it down. Um, <clears throat> is this idea of oneness. Yeah. Um, I, the reason I... I'll talk about one of the things that I, I held back from in my study, and then I'll talk about one of the things that I didn't say in the, in the sermon. That's great. One of the things that I held back from in my study was the oneness piece, because it is so dip, deep, theologically, mm-hmm. uh, theologically rich. And really, the oneness piece, though, where it talks about the one faith, one God, one baptism, yes. uh, one Father, dives into this. It's a, really our Christian creed. Mm. And it's more than just saying one over and over again. Paul was saying one. He says it eight. I think I. I think it's eight times in six verses. Wow. He says the word one. Okay. And he's really trying to hammer home this point of oneness is important. Yeah. And this idea that he's he's talking to a body of people, the Ephesians. Yeah. But it's bigger than just the Ephesians. Yeah. 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 It's like you people, you Ephesians are also included in the Philippians and also yeah, the Thessalonians yeah, yeah. uh, and also everyone around the world. This big universal church, big C church. Yeah. Um, and, as, even, and even Ephesians was a circular letter. Yes. So Ephesians and Colossians and first and second Corinthians. Like absolutely. These are letters that were passed around and shared among the churches. Yes. And so while he was directed immediately to the church in Ephesus. Exactly. It was absolutely passed along. So yes. so to the listener, this is not just uh, Pastor Andrew applying a larger word. It's yes. exactly how the church received this word in the very beginning, beginning. Yes. was that it's not just just our little local church. It's not just our little, our local, little local movement. Yes. But this is all of us, the people of God, yes. moving together. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I wish I had, I had taken a little bit more time to talk through that. Uh, I did not feel I had enough time to dive into that and give it the justice that it needed. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
along mm -hmm. with the whole idea of the different attributes that are expressed in the people of God yeah. to maintain the unity. Yeah. Things like humbleness, gentleness, bearing with yes. one another. I wish that I ex expounded on those things, but it's just, you can't say everything. No, you really can't. And this it's is like, why I would hop in, go into the midweek groups, uh, yes. join those. Go ahead and promote that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about mid shameless plug. Uh, join a midweek group. Yes. Um, there is not, if you think that you can get your full Christian experience on a Sunday, you are missing out Almost on so, so. Yeah. much more yeah. of your Christian yeah. experience. I think I said this, that um, one of the tragedies in Western Christianity is that because people have avoided doing life together, we have settled for a uh, individualistic Christianity. Mm -hmm. And in fact, Christianity was never supposed or never meant to be expressed in solitude. Yeah, and it can't be seen yeah, yeah. in solitude. But the body of Christ was supposed to be shown in such a way that the world would be impacted by what they see. Yeah. Uh, in the book of John, John highlights, uh, Jesus says to his disciples that they will know you Mm -hmm. By your love for one another. Yeah, it's hard to love others by yourself. Yes, you can't love others by yourself. <laughs> like, they will love me by my love for myself. Exactly. <laughs> and if you can't be seen that way. Wow. If I'm by myself. Yeah. And so if this was to be, if they are to see this, we have to be doing this in such a way that other people are experiencing the people of God on, in man. the world. So, yeah. And this is why every sermon could be a series. Yes, it can be. <laughs> like, it, it, <laughs> I, I felt that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's so beautiful. That's fantastic. Was there anything else that you left on the floor or like you, you cut off early? Or um, I think the oneness thing was a big one. Yeah, that's um, the idea of the attributes, that was also a big one. Um, and then I think for me, uh, the manifold wisdom of God, that always... That always intrigues me. That's yeah. a little bit deeper. Um, Paul uses that word manifold yes. in the book of Ephesians. Yes. He doesn't use it in the other books. Right. Uh, and the the word manifold is try. It's loosely are translated to multicolored. Yeah. Uh, loosely translated to multifaceted. Mm -hmm. But it's trying to explain this idea. Going back to what you were talking about with the individualistic uh, individualism is not lost in the yeah. collectiveness. Yeah. yeah. And what Paul is trying to get at here is that this is the mystery of God's manifold wisdom mm -hmm. that He could take. All of these different people with all of Come these on. different traits, all of these different gifts from all these different places, all these different colors, cultures, uh, generational things. He could take all of that yeah. and make us all one. Come on. Incredible. Come That's, on. That is the mystery. Yeah. And so to talk through that. Uh, I would have, I would spend all my time just talking about the manifold yeah, wisdom of God, yeah. uh, but I held back. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm glad that I was going to ask you to describe what manifold means because you've, you've used that word, but it's got such a rich meaning yes. that I think could be easily lost by, by somebody who yes. doesn't know that it's referring to both multicultural, multifaceted. Yes. And so, so what, what makes the church uniquely capable of reflecting the manifold wisdom of God in a way that maybe the public library cannot, because Absolutely. because if Ooh, I go to the public good. library, I mean that's like mad diverse. Yes, right? like <laughs> like or yes. like the DMV. Yes, it's like the yes. most diverse places in the yes. city. So, what makes the church unique to or special mm. compared against 
Ooh. those other places where nations are represented. Yes. You see maybe, in, in many cases, more skin tones and more yes. languages spoken yes. than you may ever see in a, a, church. In a church setting. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, I think it comes down to how the people of God are supposed to be. Okay. Uh, what I mean by that, I'll elaborate, is... To be unified, I think the way the world kind of like forces, the, I think the world tries to force unity. Okay. Meaning you have to opt, you must do what we say or else you're not a part of this. Yeah. In Christianity, it's actually a choice. Yeah. We have to choose to be unified. Mm-hmm. And I think the what, what, what we miss or what we get to experience uh, that's different from what the world might see in their multi, uh, like all of their diversity is our diversity does not have to, like my blackness is not lost with my Asian brothers in the church or with my Latino brothers in the church or with my white brothers in the church. It's not lost. In fact, it's still highlighted, but not only is mine highlighted, also yours is highlighted. And so I don't have to put mine down just so I can be in the same church with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we experience this a lot um, when we talk about the music that we talk about in yeah, church, or yeah, like yeah. how you know some of the things that many people feel like, wow, they don't sing the same songs that I'm used to hearing. Yeah. And so what what we are experiencing is actually us understanding. I'm showing and highlighting. Actually, I do care about my brothers and sisters in this church, and so I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to be selfish. Yeah. Uh, on like it must you must only do what I like. That's so good. You must only do what I like to hear, wow. or you must only sing the songs that I like to sing. Yeah. But we can sing something else. Yeah. And all of it is good in the body of Christ. Yeah. Versus, I feel like sometimes in other areas they might say, "Oh, it's good as long as it. Yeah. As long as um as long as it's pleasing to me as well. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think there's a lot of selflessness. I think it's a lot of selfishness in mm. other pockets. No, that's fast. Yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. And as you were saying that, you know, the being forced to be the same mm-hmm. as, a poor, as opposed to being able to celebrate the differences. Yes. Right? But being unified still. Yes. Um, what you said at the very beginning of this is you talked about being formed to Jesus instead of formed to each other. Yeah. And I just, this, this thought hit me that like, as we're formed to Jesus, we fit together. That's true. Right? Like, oh, yes. Right? Isn't that like, so, so like I'm sitting here and I'm like, what makes us fit together? Yes. It's that we're formed to Christ. Like, yes. you're not trying to fully accommodate me. Yes. And that's how it's going to work. Bro. And I'm not trying to fully accommodate you because yes. that's how it's going to work. Exactly. Because, you know, as soon as we add like Michael Lopez to it, yes. and now we've got Mexican Americans. Yes. And this, so then I would be white, white, black, yes. Mexican, Ryan's Filipino. Yes. You know, we I, I should Chinese Americans. Yeah, we got, so like, <laughs> yeah, we got it all. Yeah, right. So like, like we, we, we add in all these other cultures and, 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 ideas and languages and then how you'll stress yourself out if you're trying to always form to one another but if we right if we're formed by christ, christ. we'll fit together man you said that so much better than i did well, that, i never that <laughs> a brand new thought as you were saying that so but there's one of the ideas that i wanted to highlight yeah is and i didn't talk about this was this idea of the shields mm-hmm. that's also talked about in the book of ephesians oh, like the field the shields fitting together yeah the shields fitting oh. together because our faith when you talk about one faith, you see the enemy loves to, if he could pick us off one by one, yep. he would do it. And so I had this this beautiful imagery of like talking about our shield of faith because the Bible says in Ephesians chapter six, when he talks about uh, the arm of God, yes. it says that a shield of faith 
can extinguish all fiery darts of the enemy. Mm. Not some, wow. not most, wow. but all. Uh -oh. And so if the people of God came together yeah. and hooked our faith together as one faith, yeah. then we could take and push back the enemy and take back the ground. We wonder why the church is not as effective as it's been in the community. We wonder why we're not believing for things. We wonder why things aren't happening in the community. It's because our faith is not joined together. And we've allowed for these small cracks to appear in our shields of faith oh. and the enemy has been taking us out one by one and causing division just picking us off picking us off one by one and so we have to allow the holy spirit to work through us yeah. to keep us together to keep us sealed together and by doing so our faith combined together is going to is 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 a pen is a um is a shield that the gates of hell cannot penetrate against yeah man I, i'm like <laughs> <laughs> I think we need a pause button. <laughs> so, so as you're describing these shields being locked together, and as you're describing the, you, you said that, that there's been this gap, and the darts are getting through, and it's picking us off. Yeah. But I'm like, what an what, what a radical act of love to join our shields together and allow my shield to also protect you. Yes. And for your shield to also protect me, and not just protect ourselves. That's great. Right. Yeah. And what a radical act of love to stay close enough so that our shields can overlap. Absolutely. And so. Ooh, that's great. Right. Because I think that's what you're describing. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what a radical act of love for to to stay close, even when I'm a little bit pissed off at you. Yes. Right. <laughs> like, because if I move away just ever so slightly from yeah, you, like now you're gonna get hit. Yeah. I pull away from you because of the election. Yes. Or I pull away from you because of a shooting. Yes. Or I pull away from you. That's because good. Of, Come on, PD. Because of a position on yes. some theological or doctrinal issue. Yes. If I pull away from, from you, you, we're both exposed. We're both exposed. That's great. Wow. Whoa. And that's Why it. Why didn't you say that into the... <laughs> Bro, we should have put that into the sermon. <laughs> I'm going to copy this. and paste that into the sermon. <laughs> let's this edit it. Edit it. Edit it. <laughs> so, hey. Uh, okay. Well, let's keep going. Well, you know, we're going to finish like right on time. Perfect. As if there was really a time <laughs> determined for this. All right. What was what was personally... So, it's like two two questions left. Okay. Um what was personally challenging to you? So, you know, you did this study mm -hmm. and you lived with this message for, for several weeks mm -hmm. as you were mm -hmm. praying about it, yep. and wrestling with it. Yep. I love your process because you get so excited for, I do. for like weeks leading up to it. And like, <laughs> I see it starting to boil over yeah. and I hear it coming through in your prayers. Yes. I hear it coming through in your yes. conversations. Yes. And so I get so excited because I see... I yeah. see God working on you. Like mm -hmm. you, you don't just get up and preach a message that you thought about. No, you get up and preach a message that you've you've wrestled with. Yes, and you've you've searched for its application, not just in the lives of other people, but in your own life. Yes, um, and I know that that's that's the harder way to preach. It is, but it's I think the the right way. I think it's what God has called us to yes. as ministers of the gospel. <laughs> So, you're not, you're not, but like, so, so I use way too many words to describe that. So. I'll, I'll just, uh, I'll just attempt it. Okay. <laughs> I'll attempt yeah, to yeah. answer it. Yeah, so. uh, I think the thing most personally challenging to me developing this message was that I have to do my part. Um, for instance, as I was developing the message, um, I was experiencing, uh, I had gotten tired towards the end of the year. And I started myself started. I, I don't know if you know this, PD, but I'm actually a cold person at times. I can give people the cold shoulders. <laughs> I mean, what, what most people don't know is that you're an introvert. I'm an extreme introvert. So 
yeah. So I mean, it, it takes a lot of energy and effort for a you lot. to like, to a like lot. be present, especially in groups of people. Or yes, yeah, yeah. So so that was contributing to me towards the end. Of, like so, by the time yeah. we got to December, I was burnt out. Uh, and I really started to give the cold shoulder to a lot of people. And as I was resting, I believe the Holy Spirit spoke to me and was like, you need to go and make it right with people. Mm. And I, and as I'm preparing this message, you're a pastor, right? Exactly. You see, my position holds me like, you're a pastor. I shouldn't have to do that. (laughs) People should just understand I'm working two jobs. Come on now. I got two kids. Yeah. They don't even like each other at times. <laughs> you know, this is hard. This is difficult. And so That's I great. That's great. I felt challenged yes. as I'm about to encourage this group of people, the church, yeah. to say, hey, you guys need to make every effort to be unified. Yeah. And then I felt my own self saying, oh, shoot, I have to go and uh, make wow. it right with people. Yeah. And so... I, I did. I went and yeah. talked to the people that I felt like I had rubbed the wrong way. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I'm sorry. And these, but get, get this the people were gracious with me. Come on. They were like, I actually didn't feel that way. That's beautiful. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but in, it, for me, I still needed to make it right. But you had to. Like, I had to make every effort to preserve the unity. And Ooh, I see what I could do that's is. From Ephesians. Yes, that's from Ephesians. <laughs> what I could have done is I could have been like, well, they should just understand. Yes. They should just know this is how I am. They should just know that I'm an introvert. Yeah. They should just accept me for what I am. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then that little creek there, then that if I didn't go and address it, then that person could be like, well, Andrew's awful. He's wow. actually not that yeah. loving. He's actually not that kind. Yeah. And by if I left that gap, the enemy, again, will use anything to yeah. tear apart at the body of Christ because yeah. a unified body is more dangerous than one of us. Come on. And so if he can continue to separate us and I'm like, I'm not willing to give you an inch. Mm. I'm going to close the gap as yeah. quickly as possible. And I felt personally challenged to close the gaps where I needed to close the gaps. And I still I know even even with position, I don't believe that uh, position eliminates my uh, responsibility. It's perfect. Yes. It doesn't eliminate my responsibility yes. to continue to maintain yeah. the body of Christ. Yeah. So why I'm not. It's not me individually yeah. maintaining the body of Christ as a yes. pastor, yes. but I am a part of the body of Christ and that does not eliminate my responsibility to maintain yes. the body of Christ. So good. Yes. I love that description. I was actually going to fish for that answer. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate you saying that. So um, when, I, when, I, when I hear you saying this, um, it, 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 I, I love that you're, you're inviting us in to see that part of your life and, yeah. and that pastors or Christians are people too. Yes, we are. Right? Like there's no, there's no separate thing. It's just the, you, God has called you to a specific kind of ministry in yes. the church, the same way he's called other people to different ministries ministry yes. in the church. Yes. And you know, some as evangelists, some as prophets, some as apostles. Yes. And, and some, teachers. I mean, the Rome, like, yeah, teachers that we, and, and then you see in Romans, these, these service gifts of leadership and administration mm-hmm. and hospitality. hospitality. Yep. And you, so like you see all of these gifts outlined and be, if they're expressed in the church will be, will be our absolute best. best. But yes. what, I, what I love about what you're describing is that I think you put skin on what it means to follow Jesus. <laughs> yes. Right? So yes. we talk about following Jesus or, or lordship. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about obedience to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And what a beautiful and remarkable expression of that. Yes. 
in such a simple way. Because yes. I, I think sometimes we, we, we think that it's like this big remarkable thing. Yeah. They're like, I mean, you, you responded to the call of God to move from the D.C. area to Denver to Plano yes. Valley. And and that's extraordinary. And yes. sometimes we think that that's... That's the big thing. Like every call of God is going to yes. be like that. Yeah. But I think those happen a couple times in our life. Yes. Maybe. Maybe once. But we maybe have to a do couple, a different podcast on that. That's a whole other one. But, but what you're describing is... Jesus called you to this. The Holy Spirit yes. convicted you yes. of, of something in your heart. Yes. That something was just a little bit off. A little bit off. And nobody else cared. Nobody else cared. Yes. But, be, but you responded in faith to Jesus and everybody yes. received benefit from your obedience. Amen. And, and so not only the people that you talked to. Yes. You, you experienced the benefit and yes. the freedom of like... you. Of like knowing that you were walking with Jesus, and that I was able to make it right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like, so, but like by being obedient, it's right with you and Jesus. And by talking to the other people, it's it's right horizontally. Yes. But even by sharing the story here, you give all of us the benefit of seeing that. So, like, it's like a babushka doll of, like, <laughs> you know, like those Russian yes, yes, dolls yes. Of, of blessing. And so, that's right. great. All right, final question. All right, here we go. When you think about, uh calling the people of God to live together, mm-hmm. to follow him, to be one. Yes. Uh, what is it that you want us, what is it that you would want someone to do? That's a great question. Like, what's the do? What's the takeaway? What's the action? That's great. Because, you the, know, sometimes what I is can... the final thought? Yeah. Because I think sometimes I can live in theological land mm-hmm. and we can be really yeah. high up. I think the final thought is this. No matter where you are. So if you are the person who's like, I want to experience this vibrant Christian life with God's people. The first thing for you to do is find the people. <laughs> Get people. Yeah, that, yeah, that is yeah. the first thing. Uh, there are, if you are not in a church... Mm-hmm. Get in the church yeah. and not just go to church on Sunday, but get with the people inside the church. Practically, this looks like joining a small group, joining a service team. We found over the years that by doing those two things, you are closer to people. Uh, you allow people to see you and you get to see other people and you get to walk with these people together mm-hmm. outside of a Sunday morning makes um, makes an amazing uh, growth for you and your spiritual maturity. If you're already in community, but you've experienced um, the the hardship and awkwardness uh, and selfishness of each other um, by being close to people, it's it's going to happen. You're either walking away from it, you're in it, or you're walking towards it. Exactly. All the time. All the time. So it will happen. If that has happened to you, what I would say is you need to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. To help you to be humble in areas where you didn't know you need to be humble, areas where you didn't need to be gentle, areas where you didn't know to bear with one another, and allow the Holy Spirit to work in you to be those things uh, and to express those things in the body of Christ for the benefit of the body of Christ and also the world. Because with the way we treat one another, the world benefits from that because they will see uh, God's love through his son, Jesus, uh, and he will see, they will see that love being showed between all of us. And then the final thing is, um, if you are with every, if you are in community with people, you are loving on people, don't forget to invite others into this community. So good. Yeah. Um, 
I, I think that it was one of the last things that I said in the sermon, but the idea that we could, oh, we figured it out. We're here. We're good. Mm-hmm. I'm in church. That's a good thing. Yes. But there's a group of people. There are people out in the world who don't know that they can be free, who don't know that they've been saved, who don't know that they actually belong to a people and that they're no longer an outsider. Wow. And our goal, we, we're not supposed to be sitting in here like, oh, we're good. We don't have right. to worry about anybody right. else. But we're supposed to be constantly inviting people to this banquet. We're supposed to be inviting yes. people to be in the people of God and experience this, um, this joy and this fulfillment that is only felt and only experienced through Jesus Christ. Okay. That's so good. Yeah, we, we call it the extended cup, but maybe it should be called jet fuel. Because <laughs> like, it's like, it's like I kind of expect, you know, I'm looking and I'm like, that's how certain podcasters go multiple hours. <laughs> it's like so invigorating and I'm yes. so excited. Pastor Andrew, thank you for... Thank you. Yes. For loving Jesus like you do, for loving his bride like you do. I am excited, and this was great. This is I would so love to fun. do this again. Yeah, we're going to, man. Yes. We can do it a lot of times. We'll yeah. talk about some awkward stuff, too. Yeah, let's do it. Right. <laughs> well, Hope Valley, we love you so much, and uh, we will see you this Sunday. See you this Sunday.